0: Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. We are going to do something similar to an anatomy of a match. It won't really be an anatomy of a match, but we're going to pick three matches, kind of sort of a fourth, and delve in, and I'm going to recommend a fifth. But we're going to mainly go through three matches, and we're going to do that me, my guy Ray, Uh after this. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Here at Go Home Heat, our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live-action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a Bear, and peeking with RoboCop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now, go home heat. And we're back. The three matches in question today will be MJF versus Samoa Joe, Claudio versus Eddie Kingston, Asuka versus EO, and then we'll get into the rest after that. I did it because I thought that there, these matches stood above, well, the Daniel Bryan, Ricky Starks from last night also stands above the other content that I believe was out there. Nothing against all the other content that was out there this week, but I think these are, and I think they also say a lot about the way these companies do things. And so let's go into Claudio versus Kingston. What did you think about the build? Oh, I thought this was perfect. I thought this whole thing was perfect. I mean, there's pretty
1: much no one in the industry better at promos than Eddie Kingston is. Absolutely. So, I, I mean, I thought that was great. Um, I mean, the story between Eddie Kingston and Claudio is like, um, just like it's been it's been building for years, actual mm-hmm. like generations. Right. Um, and I think this was like the perfect payoff. Like, I, I don't. One I, I don't think this could have been better. And and the match was great too.
0: Right. You had Kingston, who has had issue in overcoming Claudio over the years. And then here, his physicality, his hometown, they they, they created... Because this is at Arthur Ashe Stadium, Kingston is a New Yorker. Right, with the power of New York behind him. They created this scenario where where it was a handicap match. Right. Because Eddie was not going to lose... In New York. Not in New York. Not right. to Claudio. Not to Claudio. And you also had where Eddie, one thing I love about Eddie is a while back in an interview, he openly talked about some mental issues he has, some self-confidence issues he right. has, some depression issues he has. And you would think that as a pro wrestler, that would be the kind of thing that he wouldn't want to delve into. But in these promos, he turns it into right Venom. Absolutely, and motivation.
1: I've got problems, but I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna get through them.
0: Right, right. And there's a loose cannon feel to him in general, and part of that is because
1: because I've had to get through all of this stuff going through my head. Right. I'm not going to lose to you. Right. I've there's, already done so much. Right. Right. There's that no determination way. and that 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 poise that mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston has is just so much different than anyone else, and he's also like. I'm always consistently surprised by how good Eddie Kingston is in the ring, because he's not, like, he's not, I don't know how to say this, he's not, like, physically, he doesn't work out. He really doesn't look like he particularly trains for this kind of stuff.
0: No, but but he is is, a storyteller. He
1: is, he is, he's a great storyteller, he's a great bruiser. Mm Mm-hmm. Um the spinning back fist he gives to people is just absolutely ugh. just all time ta- he, he sometimes i think he forgets that like um this stuff is not real right um uh he's also he's doing a match with Katsuyoshi Shibata at Wrestle Dream yeah um that's going to be crazy that's that, that, that's going to be woof mm-hmm. um it's very clear that he takes a lot of influence from like uh those like old school like uh, all Japan wrestlers and whatever yes uh and um Claudio is just like superhuman superhuman most talented guy <laughs> mm-hmm. was like the most talented guy on the WWE roster for like ever and now that he's, he's in is he's an AEW he's like one of the more
0: talented guys there yeah, um, absolutely yeah and i thought that as you watched it did seem like at some point claudio's conditioning claudio's uh better Almost, Claudio can come off as a machine sometimes. And sometimes that's not great, but sometimes it just feels like the he's wind just is a, he's inevitable. He's a wrestling machine, right? Right. But eventually, it was, in the story they told was Eddie overcomes the machine, the machine because of his heart, because of his physicality, absolutely. And that's exactly the story that needed to be told. They did a perfect job. Of letting us know why they hated each other, and then they followed it up by doing a perfect job with a match. And I, I, kudos to that, absolutely. MJF versus Joe.
1: I thought this match was really good. I thought, I thought, I think, I think, I mean, they're both like, again, cream of the crop storytellers. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe's been kind of on a crazy run. He has, uh, been, but he's been working with Punk. But and MJF. he's also, he's been working with Punk MJF. Uh, he <laughs> had a match with Darby that was crazy good. Absolutely. Um, he's just like, yeah, Joe's been doing, uh, really good work. And again, this was, this was also built in something
0: that was, that has been going on for a while. Right. Uh, you have this moment backstage where, like, yeah, in NXT, and, 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 right. Joe's walking to the ring and a guy that's, that is MJF. Indescript. Nobody knows who he is. He's the local, ta- uh, talent, uh, just playing the job of a security guy. Playing arm. the job of a security guy. He's not really on the roster even. He gets elbowed out of the way and embarrassed by Joe on the walk to the ring. And then Absolutely. As Joe's walking up the ramp and your world champion, MJF, is walking down the ramp, Joe treats him the same way. Absolutely. MJF takes offense to this, which apt he would. MJF takes a beating during this match. He does. And again, I feel like they set this up perfectly even with the whole shenanigans of neck strong roddy strong absolutely and the controversy of adam cole having to be with his best friend or with his new best friend right he's not there for early in the match uh all of the comedy segments are good i was wrong about mjf being able to be this good of a baby face he's in this really weird spot where not a lot of wrestlers have been in that. right? Like Ric Flair, when he was about to retire, the crowd would root for him to win by cheating. Right. right. But there was a lot of years where that wasn't it. Absolutely. There, he had to put in like 40 years to get that kind of cachet. Absolutely. MJF's already got it. He's our, Absolutely. He's our dirtbag. He's our scumbag. He's our scumbag. Right. And it works so well here in this match. And again, the I hate to say it, but that another one of the Flair tropes when he wrestled was he was tough enough, right? And that I mean, he would last in a match to the point where eventually something would go my way, whether it be the Horsemen or whatever. I mean, he takes a lot of influence from those guys. Absolutely, he's a student. Right. He He takes He takes. There's a
1: lot of Flair macho stuff like that, in and mm-hmm. uh, just that general era of wrestling. Right. And, and that, that's kind of, and that's why he, why he's so good at storytelling.
0: And here yeah. we we have him take the beating from Joe. who Joe, I don't think Joe lost anything in losing this match. No, Joe can't lose anything ever. Right, right. But but like that Death Valley driver MJF took on the apron. Mm-hmm. Uh, good God, MJF is is after a, a significant amount of time. MJF has gotten to the point where he's starting to lose. Right, he go he he. It, it, they kind of told the story of MJF's career in some ways as he right. goes for the, the the diamond ring to punt, to sucker punch Joe with, and that doesn't work. And then Adam Cole comes running down. God, I hope his ankle's okay. He twists his ankle on the rundown. Um, but Adam Cole winds up helping MJF to win, which tells both the story of his career and also solidifies the fact that Joe doesn't lose anything in losing the match, which I thought was vital right. to it. And I just thought this was really well done. And the interference, I didn't hate. No, no. I think it,
1: it made contextual sense, and it didn't take away from the match. That's why I think shenanigans shenanigans need to add to a match instead of taking away from it. And that's something we're going to talk about a little bit with the... Right, let's go right into it. With the we, next one. Asuka Io. This was just a good-ass wrestling match, right? Absolutely. But in, in a lot of ways... I feel like it was good despite the fact that it happened in a WWE ring rather than because of it, which is kind of why I think it's so interesting as a wrestling match. It had like Charlotte comes out like immediately. Mm-hmm. And we all roll our eyes. but also Charlotte, and there's some shenanigans at the end with Charlotte that leads to EO um, pinning Oscar.
0: And I feel well, like, the shenanigans start with damage control, right? Bailey, Dakota grabbing EO's leg and helping her out. And then Charlotte comes in and helps, and then go ahead. I am eventually hoping that this is going to lead to a pay-per-view match
1: that is like indescribably good. Because cause this was really good. And it, it happened in like a - I think it was like the, just, all, just everything. It was, it was probably the best match to happen on SmackDown television in a long while.
0: I will say um, this: Asuka and Io showed there aren't a lot of wrestlers in the world they can paint with. Right, because Asuka can have a really good match with a lot with everybody. Right, Io can have a really good match with everybody, but they start out this match and they grapple on the ground, and I, it, they catches, catch can. They're rolling around every time Io gets out of a position, Asuka gets her in another position, another Absolutely. position, another position. The only people that can grapple like that in women's wrestling outside of New Japan,
1: top stardom, are Oscar Neo, Roman
0: Rousey, and you have right. Shayna Baszler, but neither one of them can tell a story like this. Right. And neither one of them, now Baszler might could tell a story similar to this. I don't think that she could do it as quickly. She's just not as agile as they are. She can't do the things in the air that the other, because once that, you know, they roll around for a little while to let you know how good they are at that. And then they begin to showcase other aspects as they both have the drop kicks from, and, you know, EO functions jumping up and down on ropes and in the air never seen anything like it before gravity does not affect her and you can't do it justice without seeing it how easy it is for her to walk the ropes just straight up the bounce on top everything everything she does is so easy for only her and asuka showed that she can do a lot of that stuff too and they They didn't have a buildup to this, really. They just kind of stared at each other at at the end of a SmackDown, and everybody got excited. But I did think Michael Cole, during the match, did a good job of pointing out that while while in stardom, Asuka felt like EO made some decisions to sabotage her. And, of course, we can also take from that that Asuka winds up coming to NXT. EO follows. So there is the fact that EO is a little bit behind Asuka. And she is a little bit behind Oscar in, in accomplishments. Right. And things like that. Asuka is one of the great wrestlers to ever live. And I'm not talking about women. Absolutely. EO is one of the great wrestlers alive today. A couple years ago, I would have told you she was the greatest wrestler in the world, including right. some men. Including the men. But I don't think she's gotten the opportunity to show that. Here. They both were given the opportunity to show us what they right. can do. It's interesting, too, because on Raw, Shinsuke is being allowed to showcase that because right. he's wrestling big-time things, so it's okay if he's out there ricochet for 10 minutes. It's okay if he's with Seth in a ring for 20 minutes once the bell rings, Right, which allows him to do what he was doing at the NXT level, which which is where we got to see right. Asuka and Io's best work, right, or the best work in the States. Now, I did... There was a frustration level. With Charlotte. With the Charlotte thing. When she came down, we knew where this was going. Absolutely. And when she's watching it, I felt like, even when I saw Dakota and Bailey, it felt like they were getting it as
1: to right. what they, they were They understood watching. what was it. The, they've seen a Joshi match before at one point in their
0: life. I, I don't know that Charlotte hasn't, but Charlotte stayed in character enough to kind of give it a this is a little bit below me feel. Right. And then when she decides to get involved to help her friend Asuka, which I don't know how they're friends, but to help Asuka out, all it felt like was, in contrast to Adam Cole, Adam Cole was helping his best friend out right? to keep the title on his best friend. Could be that Adam Cole wants to wrestle MJF Down the Road again. I'm sure he does. But that didn't feel like why we did it. Charlotte helping Asuka only felt like Instead right. of getting this match again, we're getting a triple threat. Right. And I don't want a triple threat. I love Charlotte. She's a good wrestler. She's all the, she's everything they say she is. She when Bailey said in character in an interview, are you contractually obligated to be in every championship program? It hit home. Mm. And I think I yeah. paraphrased that, but that's what it felt like she said. I think that's pretty close to what she said. It's okay for Charlotte not to be in the middle of something. I. It's okay. That might just be why I don't like Charlotte. It ain't her fault. Generally, I mean, somebody puts her in it.
1: Like I think Charlotte has had like, Charlotte's had matches that I like. Yeah, um, she's I like a freaking that, cyborg. She's incredible.
0: She's, she's
1: super athletic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: but I don't. Right. I don't know.
0: I don't like. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. But that's the thing. Is you said. I think we're getting this again. I say I don't tr- I I think here's the thing that's neat about WWE. I, I, I think you said in spite of the WWE the matches match is, is good. The WWE has a they have a formula, right? Right. And you have to work inside of that formula to some degree, but they do a good job of giving right. you Butch and giving you uh, right. well, all that, of these wrestlers from all over the world that can come into their format and create matches.
1: That is literally why Gunther is like the, pretty easily the best wrestler in WWE right now, or Ilya Dragunov, or Ilya Dragunov, or like, like because Gunther is the only wrestler pretty much in WWE right now that is working completely outside of WWE's formula, right. right? Like that, that match Gunther had with Chad Gable, one of the best Raw matches ever. He's had, he's had some, <laughs> some of the best TV matches in, in WWE history. Mm-hmm uh just out of this one reign mm-hmm. uh probably the best intercontinental championship reign we've ever seen mm-hmm. um because he is he's not wrestling like a WWE wrestler he's
0: wrestling like gunther I, I i would argue that it is close enough to still fit inside of what they do but a little bit i get what you're saying and i do think they do a good job of giving us wrestlers from all over the world different kinds of wrestlers and it right. being uh confined to a certain set of rules. that I don't even know what they are exactly, but I can tell you a WWE match when I see it. Right. But the other thing is where I don't trust the WWE is I don't trust them to give us this match again for the title. I trust them to give us a triple threat, put the belt on Charlotte, and then give us these two wrestling each other in a match that I love and will be the greatest match on whatever card it's on. But it will not before a championship. Right. And that is what I don't trust. And that is why I didn't like it when Charlotte walked out because that's what I knew we were going. Right. And it's and it's frustrating and I hope I'm wrong. Now, Daniel Bryan wrestled uh Brian Danielson wrestled uh, Ricky Starks. He did. And it
1: was it was great. Crazy great. Are you talking about the strap match or the um last Texas night, Death match?
0: Texas Death match last night. <laughs> okay. Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson has good, 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 because we're we're gonna go short here anyway on this. He has put together the greatest resume of any wrestler that's ever lived. Yeah. I'd say so. And the neat thing about him leaving WWE several years ago. Right. Is he's been able to give us this aspect. Because this is this is where being able to color outside of the WWE format. Is impressive. Danielson has
1: already, in the short time he's been in AEW, he has already had some of the most legendary matches. Right. Right. That match with Kenny, legendary stuff. His matches with Hangman, good God. His matches, his recent matches with Ricky Starks.
0: Right. Sorry. R- Ricky Starks, see him, Ricky Starks just finished a feud with Punk and a feud with Brian. Absolutely. He is, now he loses, but he had to get there. And he had to go through it. Sorry. And, and in order to go through it, he proved his toughness, he proved his mettle, and he is ready to launch into a program as he and MJF are the future of this company if and I think Jay White is as well. MJF's obviously present. I hope Jay White's the present. Right. Ricky Starks. Rumors are he might leave. Mm. If he were to leave to go join his friend Cody, I think he's ahead of a, the vast majority of guys that are around about his age in WWE. Mm. I think WWE is very log-jammed right now. And I don't mean this in a bad way. Because, but you have guys that are Seth's age, Shinsuke's age, Kevin Owens, Sammy. Uh, even the Usos, you think about, oh, they've only been singles wrestlers for a little bit. Yeah, but dude, they've been wrestling for 20 years. You know, They've yeah. been on your TV a long time. You know, from the guys yeah. that wore the face paint and did the tribal dance before they came down the aisle, they have a ton of really good wrestlers, and they give us really good entertainment. But the younger guys aren't getting a lot of the shine, no, because they're you know even even Gunther's been around a while, yeah. He's not young, you know. The, the young guys that you see that are doing things that are big things are your Carmellos, your Dragonovs, your um, they're all NXT, right. Ricky Starks, to me, is a little bit, I wouldn't say he's ahead of them bell to bell, although he is on their level bell to bell, but he knows who he is as a, no, not either. (laughs) But but you know what I mean. (laughs) I know know what you mean. If you put him in a match with them, you don't go, he doesn't belong. Right. Right? I know what you mean. But I do think he knows who he is as a character. Absolutely. And I think that is huge, especially in the, the formulaic scenarios that WWE gives you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? So anyway, and I also, uh, Jay White wrestles Andrade. I highly recommend that. I feel that Jay White, I hope that he is going to be the present and future of WWE, of uh, AEW. I, I want him to be the person to dethrone MJF. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's starting to get traction. Uh, sadly, I think Punk had to leave for the focus to shift. Yeah. And whenever, whenever a large part of something leaves, somebody has to fill that void. And what you have right now, because Daniel Bryan's filling that void, but he's leaving too. He's already said, this is it. I uh, can't do this anymore. And by the way, go watch... Any Daniel Bryan matches ever? ROH, absolutely. Through SmackDown, through Raw, through what he's done in AEW, you can watch his resume contains Iron Man matches. His resume contains uh, matches where he's tied to his opponent. His resume, uh, 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 death matches, tag matches, tag matches, ladder matches. Just watch best. everything he's ever done because he is a fan. Fantastic pro wrestler. Has the greatest resume, I believe, in the history of pro wrestling. That's going to be a wrap for my friend Ray. We're saying Absolutely. we will be b- 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 bidding you adieu. Who's that? Kenny Omega? The second uh, best uh, set of matches in the history of pro wrestling? Yeah. it Was it uh,
1: goodbye and good night, bank?
0: Yes. Yes. For our friends at The Game Project, the GNN Project.com. For our friends at Daily Smart, your one-stop shop for all things pro wrestling. For, uh, shoot, Gramatica, who also has us and is putting us on their platform. And for us at Go Home Heat. Go Go Home. home.